get my mojo back. Ah, ah, ah. All right. Let's get this thing going. And Wait, fire. is that how you get mojo? I, oh, I was I was thrusting. Did you see it? No. I missed it. Can yeah. we mojo again? We got to get this mojo going. Bow, bow, bow. Previously on the Tokyo Smoke Show. Because it's important. It's important. It's one of the reasons I left Montana. Do you think you should be able to smoke and carry a firearm? Because I do. I got a gun right now. I'm always carrying a gun. Be able to smoke weed and carry a firearm? Definitely. I mean, how's that any different than going to get a drink? Well, I mean, technically, if I've got my concealed, my, if I've got my pistol on me, I'm not supposed to go to a bar and have a drink. You're not supposed to serve a person alcohol who's wearing a firearm. It's the bartender rule. Something that they should teach all bartenders. You get in a lot of trouble for doing it. You give a person, you know. But that's the thing I'm getting at is with weed, it's not that it's different, but in a recreational setting, should I be able to carry my firearm Go to the if, as or as a medical patient. Let's put it this way: mm-hmm. if I'm a medical patient and I go to the dispensary and get my blood and go home, who's to stop somebody from robbing me on my way? No, I, and I totally understand. And I know that. people who didn't have any legs. This guy I followed on Instagram, Bush doctor, four seven ten or something. He ain't got no legs. He all he posts is pictures of his assault rifles, him shooting and training, and then he grows. What's his thing? He can't go get his blood and carry his pistol on him. He ain't got no legs, bro. He's a target. Somebody, yeah, somebody's gonna snatch him up. So, all right. I'm ready to go, Big Papa Bear. You are listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show. Raspberry Boogie and the Tokyo Smoke Show Man, I don't wanna hear nothing else on my radio Turn up the volume, peace speak volumes First class ass every episode also Raspberry Boogie and the Tokyo Smoke Show Man, I don't wanna hear nothing else on my radio Turn up the volume, peace speak volumes First class ass every episode also It ain't no fun if my bros can't have none. So stand up out your seat, grab your J's, grab your blunts, grab your contraband, let's toast. I'm starting to show off different. If we ain't smoking before I say my motherfucking name, then it ain't a party, bitches. Let's get that thing going. Toast. Mm. Mm. And now that I got that flyer to the green, I can tell y'all what it means. I am Tokyo James, captain of the vessel, leader of Tokyo Nation. Glad to be sitting here at the head of the table, because it seems like this week every fine ass woman in the world going to be associated with Tokyo Nation, and I love it. And shouts out to the magazine. Goddess Boutique is in charge of that branch of Token Nation. Got that magazine out, first issue. They done, done the stoner of the month. 
is um, Irish 420 Kitty. So shouts out to her. If you don't know nothing about 420 Kitty, you definitely need to follow her ass because she is a, a the the, the a, a grower with the mostest and them titties is just awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. This show right here about to be crazy because I'm smoking, so you know I'm high, bro. But yeah, I'm high, bro. Is in the place, folks. <laughs> oh man, what's going on, fam? Look here, fam. When I tell you, no, no rap cap, man. This shit is a pleasure. It's an honor. Ever since I've, you know, been acclimated with the Stoner community, you was one of the first people I stumbled upon, and I, I just love your vibe. I love your energy, bro. Uh, I love the show. Um, just your openness and realness, bro. Like you're comfortable in your skin. So just being on here, bro, to just to smoke with you and talk to you, bro. I'm telling you, it's a pleasure, man. Hey, well, I'm supposed to, fam. Absolutely appreciate you. As you know, you and I can see each other, so all love here, man. One thing that you talk about me being open, so I'm gonna start this show off doing exactly that. So I'm gonna let y'all know what happened today. So, had a little bit of a glitch that happened with my cell phone and my ring system. If you're not familiar with the ring system and you have an apartment or a house and you're able to get it, I definitely encourage you to. It is a essentially a portable camera that connects to your Wi-Fi and your cell phone. It's a doorbell for your house and you can see who's at your house before you even bother to go to the door. And if you're not home, you can keep an eye on it because if any motion goes by it, it goes off. So gave you the backstory. now i had my ring system set up i leave for work today at about 802 i got the notification that there was a motion at the back door because guess what it was me so i cleared that notification off and i went to work an hour later while i'm at work i get a notification on my phone that says check your ring ain't never said that before so i pull up my ring and i see a motherfucker wearing a white shirt going into my house ain't nobody supposed to be in my house my my wife she's out with the kids i know she gone and i'm at work i was the last motherfucker that's supposed to be at the house this morning and wasn't nobody supposed to be here till i got back so when i see that that video white shirt going into my house i freak out and lose my shit immediately today's my second day on the job i walk into my boss office look i'm sorry somebody's trying to break into my house i'll be right back and then i went because i know what's in the van and i know where everything is at the house I'm coming. To, I'm I'm coming. I got my eyes on the damn ring, waiting on them to come outside. Cause I'm like, as soon as I pull up, I'm gonna just. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to wreck into whatever car that they 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 drive, and I'm just gonna ram their ass. I call my wife and I'm like, look, I need you to call the cops. Sugar butt, I need you to call the cops um, because I don't want to talk to them, and I need them there when I get there because if by chance they got heat. I don't want them trying to, you know, get to me before I can get to them. And if the, if, if the law that, then fuck, that's their job. Do it. Yeah. Didn't know it was going to look like it was whenever I pulled up to my house. It took me 10 minutes to drive 20 minutes to get back to my house because I was driving on a fucking mission. And when I pulled up to my house, there was six cop cars sitting in front of my house. Two cars patrolling the block thinking that somebody might be running. I got to the house, we realized, you know, everything is cool. But the reason that I bring it up is because after we realized everything was fine and that nobody was in the house, everything was cool, I just had a little bit of issue with my door jam now and I got that fixed already. The cops 
they, you know, told me if anything pop off, I can give them a call back. It's not a problem. One of them jokes away, jokes as they're walking away saying, hey, man, we were trying to catch a bad guy today. And then they all started laughing. And I shut the door, thankful to God that my house and my stuff is safe, my kids' Christmas is safe. And then the magnitude of the the situation breaks me to the point to where I fall to my knees crying. Not because I was worried about my stuff being safe, but because I was worried about cops being called to my house because of an issue of my protection and safety, and then I was going to end up getting put down. That's shit that I had to legit worry about today, man. And I sat there and sobbed for like 30 minutes because it's not fair that I should have to feel like that, man. This is my fucking house. I pay bills here. I'm not doing anything wrong as far as I'm concerned. Yes, I medicate, but I'm not sitting there going around on the block. I'm not doing it in front of children. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to medicate myself the best way that I possibly can. And I'm worried. Because, hell, I got six cop cars worth of cops behind me ready to come into my house to make sure that everything is safe. And my smoke bin is like, it's, it is what it is. I got bombs. Yeah. I got everywhere. I didn't have the opportunity to put anything away because I didn't expect anything to pop off. All this anxiety is bubbling up inside me, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, how can I be safe? and feel safe in my own home and if something pop off and I don't want to handle it myself because there's always a chance with the judicial system that if I handle it myself I can still go down because I'm protecting myself but you protect yourself the wrong way and they're going to take you down so how in the fuck am I or we supposed to be able to live comfortably in the stuff that we pay for and not have that overwhelming fear of the people who are paid to protect coming in and taking your shit. Like, what are we supposed to do, fam? That's a that's a good question, bro. And it's a question. It's a it's a question, and it's a situation that you know a lot don't have to deal with. You know what I mean? Um, when I when I moved into my house four years ago, I remember being outside, man. You know, just out in front of the house. You know, thankfully I had them put my, you know, I had them, you know, my, my joint was gone, and I was just out there with my dog. But you know, police strolling the neighborhood, he stops, bro, and I get a full, you know, full interrogation. Like, you know, what's going on? Oh, I just patrol the neighborhood. Uh, first off, it's you know, good evening. How you doing? Our officer such and such, that, 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 that. No, not none of that. Are uh, you supposed to be here? The fuck you mean am I supposed to be here? I paid good money to be here, sir. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> are you a, are you a renter? No, I don't rent. I own this motherfucker. Is that a is that is that a problem? That's questions normal? people won't get. There are questions that some people won't get. This motherfucker's out there that's been renting their whole life, but because of how they look assume that they own their shit but you because apparently you're out of place you rent yeah. a bitch like yeah. how, da- how dare we be anything more than section 8 motherfucker how dare we have a fucking mortgage baby what is that about ladies and gentlemen let me 
let me let me change gears because I feel this going away and I don't know. Mary Jane don't want us to go this way tonight. We gotta yes, get sir. high as all fuck tonight. Go ahead and hit you another one, fam. I'm still puffing on this blunt. We'll be right back with more Tokyo Smoke Show. What if I told you that diamonds in the rough could also be found on the baseball diamond? That a proper wake and bake would be enough to smoke a champion? That sometimes being called a son of a bitch can make you into one bad mother? I don't know why Johnny wanted to talk to me that night. I just know I wasn't ever the same again. What if I told you that a commentator for the Oklahoma City Colonizers was a prospector that brought out a heart of gold from Yeehaw Junction. He's got an arm like a cannon. When he is the right amount of lubricated, I know this from experience, Billy Pugh can't pitch unless he's taken two hits of quaaludes and a couple of shots of Jack. Sometimes no way in hell can become, I'll be damned. Tokyo Smoke Show brings you 20 for 20. Billy Pugh's Dig for Gold. Presented by Percipient Wellness. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a transition change. Now, we talking about some funny shit because I need to get my man's opinion now. Like, so, yeah, bro, I'm high as fuck. So, we about to, we about to talk about this now. Comedians is the thing. That's the question I want to ask you, man. So, comedy has changed a lot since we were pups. And I look, I say we're about the same age. So, I came up during a time where I saw Raw way too early. You know, I had exactly. no full business. Business. <laughs> no full fucking business knowing about the fucking Gucci guy. I had no business knowing, but I knew what Raw was in that red-ass leather fucking jumpsuit. All right? I knew about Delirious. I knew about fucking Richard Pryor live on Sunset. Like, I'm saying I knew that I even saw Bill Cosby stand up back in the day and then then I, I had a, a little period where I didn't get as much stand up because you know the guardian that I had at the time found faith and decided that you know she don't want that in her house and that's perfectly fine that was her decision she did what she did but then whenever I got back into comedy you got Dave Chappelle you got Cat Williams in his prime when he was doing stuff and he wasn't letting his vices take him down. You got Hell Kevin starting to take on um, and trying to doing his own version of comedy. So, like, I'm saying to you, fam, and I didn't even mention the fact that we had Deaf Comedy Jam during that time period. We had Comic View during that time period. Yes, sir. And I'm not just talking about black comedians, folks. There's white folks out there that are funny, too. Look, I've seen uh, Seinfeld stand-up. I haven't seen the show, but I've seen yeah. Jerry Seinfeld stand-up. I'm like, okay, I can see why folks like this dude. He's pretty funny. I've seen some Dane Cook, and I'm like, okay, he's pretty funny. You know what I'm saying? I've yeah, seen, yeah. you know, uh, Fluffy, you know, uh, on Netflix, and, you know, like, like Last Comic Standing. I watched a whole bunch of different shit. There's cats out there that deserve some love. So what I'm doing to you, fam, I'm saying, like, I'm about to make you a promoter. Because we're about to have a fucking comedies festival for Toke Nation. And I need you to tell me your list of comedians. You got four spots to fill 
And then, so you got three spots and a headliner. So four comedians total. Okay. Three and a head all time, dead or alive. Who is going to be on that roster? Hmm. Ooh. As a matter of fact, my- I'm, I'm going to make it even harder for you. We both gonna lay, we both gonna name artists. We gonna alternate. Once the artist is named, they can't be named again. So, mm. who is opening up your show? Who is opening? Um, Bernie. Oh shit! All right, ladies and gentlemen, this man done pulled his cheat code out already. And that said, Bernie Mac is opening his show. And you ain't heard this man talking about busting somebody's head to the white meat. Talking about him downstairs. Bernie Mac was one of those comedians that it really hurt me when he passed. Not because, you know, um, I mean, granted, his life was lost. And I feel for that man because any life lost is horrible. But that man was really starting to get into his shape with regards to his entertaining. Not just comedy not just acting he was an entertainer and i so to see him go was absolutely horrible and i hate that you used him up already because i was thinking about him in my third spot but i see what kind of game this is now so i'm starting this i'm starting my show off with red fox oh I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Robin Harris. Respect, you know. And here's what I'm gonna tell you. I was thinking Robin for my number two because I was like, all right, he might go some big wig with number two just to get that pick out. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Robin. But yo, shouts to Robin Harris, man. If you don't know his comedy, Baby's Kids is his creation. That movie was based on comedy. And he was also the father on House Party. And that right there, if you've ever been a father, thought about being a father, that is definitely something I encourage you to watch. Just because I'm not saying that you want to be a dad like him. I'm just saying you need to see what efforts a father is willing to go for his son's ass whooping. This man out in the street. Just to whoop his ass. (laughs) (laughs) With some uncomfortable ass shoes, walking just hard as hell. Cops rolled up on him, and he was not having that shit. Out of safety, none of that. He was—he had one goal and one goal on it, and that was to whoop his ass. And that's when he went out to go. That was it, folks. You're listening to Tokyo Smoke Show. Tok Nation is putting together. 
a comedy classic for that ass. New Comedy Kings, New Comedy Folks, we're going to call it. But I'm going to tell you, I call it New Comedy Kings, and I'm about to bust this thing open right quick because I'm about to bring the first female in the place. I'm about to bring Tiffany Haddish out this bitch. And I'm going to have... Because I want to get y'all in the mood with with this show. I want to get y'all in the mood. Red Fox is going to come out aggressive as fuck. He's going to let you know exactly what it is. And then Tiffany going to do it her way. I like her style, man. Who you got being the the entree before your headliner? Who's your next? Who I want? Who I want to set my thing up? I already hit you with. I already hit you with Bernie. I hit. I hit. I hit you with Robin Harris. Both of those guys, they get the crowd a little bit. See, I'm gonna get you warmed up to get you to my headliner. So I'm gonna hit you with my man DL Hughley. So DL gonna fuck with that motherfucker there, fuck with that motherfucker there, and gonna fuck with the motherfucker in the back. And see, this shit, and this shit gonna be just, just it, look here, DL Hughley, man, we set him up number three. See, here's what, here's what I'm gonna say about DL. I got love for DL. DL was really that cat that used cracking on folks as a part of his fucking act. Like he would legit, nobody was safe nobody was safe and I so respect on that one fam for this next one bro for this next one I'm I'm choosing this cat because this cat is a fucking legend already but he knows he would not be where he is at if not for the people before him and the guy that is the entree that is going to perform before my main card player is going to be one Dave Chappelle. Dave is absolutely bring that work. So I got Fox followed by Tiffany Haddish followed by Dave motherfucking Chappelle. Now, here's one you thing. You got some elite shit talking. He does. Now, here's one thing you got to know about Dave. You leave Dave out there with a pack of smokes. And he's liable to run over his time. But you will not complain at all. You that motherfucker talk the whole time. I just, but he can sit there and tell me about what he had for Thanksgiving dinner. I promise I'm going to have a damn hurt stomach because he's going to make it work. All right, now. All right, now. We got Bernie, Robin Harris, D.L. Hughley, and your headliner is this is a drum, y'all. I'm trying to do it with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and hit him with Mr. 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 Raw himself, man. Eddie, 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 like you said, I remember the night that show premiered. I was legit living with my grandmother and I had just I was sleeping on a um I was sleeping on sleeping on the fold on the fold out couch, uh, fold out couch. That's what that's that was my bed at the time. And my mama got cable just for <laughs> that special. That's what's up. And I'd be damned if I wasn't gonna watch that shit, man. Like you said, that red that red leather suit, man. I'm gonna go with Eddie, man. Can't beat it. All right, folks. 
real quick recap for y'all before I light up this next blunt because we getting high tonight. Recap, this man got Bernie Mac setting the stage for Robin Harris. Talk about the baby. To set the stage for D.L. Hughley. That I am, I'm going to let y'all know I'm nervous because he talk, he, he, he know he coming to Toad Nation. He going to talk some shit about me and ain't nothing I can do about it. And then after that, he's going to have that man that as far as I'm concerned, has been consistent. He's had some bombs on the movie side, but this man is coming back strong as ever. And I cannot wait for fucking March when Coming to America 2 is on Amazon Prime. I'm going to be watching that shit, baby. If you don't know about it, let me be the first to tell you, Coming to America 2 is not going to theaters. It's going straight to Amazon Prime. So you need to go ahead and get on that because that right there needs to be seen. Holla at your boy. So, I got Red Fox to the Tiffany Haddish. Space dropped Dave Chappelle on to be the groundwork for who? Who the fuck would I have Dave Chappelle lead for other than Richard motherfucking Pryor? You cannot tell me that comedy <coughs> in general today has not been affected by Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor has <coughs> Get that negative out, bro. Get that negative out. Oh, man. his vice, man. I've watched so many documentaries on that man, and I, I appreciate his, his openness because you talk about me being open and raw and spitting who I am, and I'm sitting here like the reason that I was comfortable to be able to be who I was on Twitter because I watched the doc that Showtime did about Richard Pryor. And if you've ever got Showtime or got somebody that's got Showtime or you know you want to you know check it out, um, it's a phenomenal doc. And I'm gonna get that name for you. I'm gonna put it in the description. I just got so much stuff and I'm pretty high right now. I can't think of the name I've got. But look, this man set himself on fire. And then did one of the greatest comedy shows in the history of comedy shows, talking about how he set his fucking ass set on fire. fire. <laughs> how do you make millions of people laugh when you telling them how you set your stinking ass on fire? <laughs> My gosh, look like that. Look. Trying to, you, cook up, trying to cook dope cuz cuz and I'm just like it blows my mind man because I'm like okay I might cry a little bit because I got some mental health issues that I'm dealing with I'm going through a time man and look if all I'm doing is crying on Twitter instead of taking this knife to my fucking wrist bitch I think I'm okay I'll do that all day I'll cry for all y'all stinking asses you can judge me all you want it's better than me taking a handful of these strong ass pills I got behind me. You know what I'm saying? Damn like right. world stuff. Damn right. Damn so right. if Richard Pryor can have his vices set his own stanking ass on fire and then make fun of himself to the tune of millions of albums sold. I got it. I got this. 
I got this. Because I can definitely make fun of myself. I don't give a 11 fucks. I can, I can make fun of myself, man. That's the truth. So, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Tope Nation Comedy Special. And I need y'all to let me know who got the best act. Is Red a Tope Daddy? Y'all know y'all won't hurt my feelings. I mean, I'll, it, it ain't... <laughs> But it's all love on my end. It's all love. Like it's hundred percent love. All I'm saying is if y'all don't choose me, I'm shutting down the show. Fuck you. No, no, no. Fuck you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> Alright, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show. Yeah, I'm high, bro. Oh man. And my honorable mention, I have my honorable you know what though like fam like real stuff there's so many people that I would want to have like in the audience so that I could show love to and like and I would want to have like after the show is over like a party in the back because I feel like you get all those people together and it's just funny because everybody's going to be trying to make everybody else laugh it's like if you see somebody like a, a Richard Pryor or something like that you want to make them laugh because that's the motherfucker that made you laugh all the yeah. time so if, yeah. I can t- if I can entertain the motherfucker that entertained me then I might be okay so I'm thinking you know obviously Martin Lawrence has got to be in the audience I want Jamie Foxx in the audience I want Dave in the audience you know what I'm saying like yeah that's that's real world stuff. I want God Tory in the in, in the audience. You know, what I'm man. Tory earthquake, the, man. Yeah, earthquake. Gotta be in the audience. Lavelle, I'm gonna bring Monique. She gotta be in the audience. Dagum, um, some more got in the audience, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like these yeah. Yeah. people just gotta be there. They just Cat gotta, Williams, be there. man. Cat like, and we. Oh him in the pre like leading up to it and then I was like man I just knew I I just knew it was gonna get picked but I'm just like yo Cat's gotta be there cause Cat's another one like I say if Cat can keep and this is just me making my statement based on what I am perceiving based on what's coming out of his camp I feel like if he had a little bit more control on his vice. I feel like he would be in a better position because he had the golden ticket. He had the golden ticket before Kevin Hart had the golden ticket. Yeah, he did. And all you have to do, and it's sad to say this because, again, we see other people have their vices and get another opportunity. Let Let me remind, motherfucker, of who Iron Man was before he was Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. got into some trouble, folks. Robert Downey Jr. had a real drug problem, but then y'all gave him Iron Man and nobody gives a fuck anymore. They love him as Iron Man. So a lot of other people get, you know, get a comeback. Winona was a punchline for years because she got caught stealing, and now she the Stranger Things model. You know what I'm saying? Like, folks get a redo. You know, Miley Cyrus. You know, Lindsay Lohan. People get redos, you know. Britney Spears. 
Spears, cats out here getting redoed. But it don't work like that for everybody. Some folks, you got one fucking shot. Yeah. And if you get that ticket and you do something or you're being perceived as difficult, you're out of the game. And and there's nothing more evident than a woman getting an Oscar for a performance in Precious that was God like you cannot tell me she didn't deserve that fucking Oscar. And now she can't get work. Not because she's not deserving, but because people say she's difficult. Well, hell, I've heard Meryl Streep was difficult as fuck. But she's still getting work. Yeah. You know? And that's crazy. That's keep crazy. it, like, keep it, keep it a hundred. That motherfucker a bean, man. It's, you already know it, if, if Kat could have. Because, I mean, you look at Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's shit is, it has been exposed and he's 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 always found a way to capitalize off of it. But if Cat could have learned, if Cat could have played the role and cleaned his image up like Kevin right. and just learn how to play the game, like you said, Kevin Hart might not be Kevin Hart because Cat had that. Yeah. His stand-ups, dog, was just... Don't you know I can see you? Like, no, I mean, that, like he had punch. I mean, he got some classics. He got some classics, and yeah, man, he had he hit that rough patch. Like you say, his vices got they 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 got the best of him, man. And he had some he had some viral moments, you know, um, that that he couldn't overcome. But like you said, it's like he cleaned himself up, and you know why couldn't he? Why couldn't he have a Dave? Why couldn't he have a Dave Chappelle? Why couldn't he have his Dave Chappelle uh, resurgence? You know what I mean? Even though their situations were the same, um, Dave was just just real motherfucker. That's just what Dave is. Have you listened to Dave explain his side of why he left, bro? It's It's a shame how they what they try to do. You know what I mean? They you wanna you wanna throw the thirty million out, the thirty, the thirty, the thirty, the thirty million out. But you won't you won't tell the insides of the shit of what the, what that thirty million meant he was giving up and what they were owning and what they were gonna be in control of. Thirty million. Bruh. Man, you know how big Dave Chappelle show was what the fuck is 30 million dollars to what that show was to the world not just America but to the world 30 million the Dave Chappelle show the Chappelle show set the record for um seasons bought on DVD in a weekend in an opening week like no other DVD ever sold that much like Dave Chappelle in my opinion is what really got people really buying shows like that you know because everybody wanted it because Comedy Central one they could only put out so much on on network television so you knew if you got the DVD you were gonna have all the fucks and bitches and everything yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm 
I'm not a real fan of the N-word. I don't like it used in, in comedy and in music because if you use it in music, you're giving any and everybody on the world a green light to say it. Because if yeah. you pay for if you pay for an album and a motherfucker dropped the N-word ten times on the record, and you paid for that fucking album and you sitting in your car that you paid for, how in the fuck am I going to tell you what you can't say? As messed up as it is, I can't. So the only way I'm gonna get motherfuckers to stop saying that word is they stop putting it in shit. I get it. So that's the one thing about Dave. I still I still laugh at his shit. He say it and I laugh at it. Yeah. I'm saying as far as me and my house, I try not to say it as much as possible. And with the with the little bit of, you know, movement I got on Twitter, I put out songs when I brush my teeth and shit. I would love to to jam to my hip hop like I do in the morning, because that's what get me hype in the morning. But a lot of my shit is is explicit. And I'm not going to have you, person at home that shouldn't be saying the N-word, watching Tokyo brushing his teeth, jamming alongside of me, saying a word that you would not say if you were standing in front of me. I see. Real world shit. So that's why I choose, you know what I'm saying, the music that I do. But Dave Chappelle said, and folks, if y'all haven't taken the time to do it, I would much rather you hear him talk about it. Then to hear me paraphrase, but I'm gonna really I'm gonna try my best to give it justice. He uses an, an analogy, and I love this man's mind. Like he breaks it down in a real world way. He say a pimp, in the literal sense of the word, a pimp has an eye because when they get um, a whore to go into their stable. They know exactly how many fucks, how many times she can get fucked before she is gone. And they use her for exactly how many times it is, and then they move her along so that she's not completely destroyed. A bad pimp is going to take that woman and run her until she dies. Essentially, Comedy Central tried to run him just a little bit too far. They did not take advantage of what they had, and they tried to abuse it. Now, again, I'm paraphrasing and horribly because, again, I am not trying to steal that man's thunder. He told he told that story like a champ. Yeah, I, I, I encourage y'all to check it out if you haven't. But I mean, he he did a phenomenal job, and I hate because I was in college when the Chappelle Show was really popping. That was when I was really starting to formulate who I was supposed to become as an adult on my own. So knowing that I could go to Chappelle's show and that he was going to be able to make fun of stuff that I thought about but could never say because you felt uncomfortable joking about racial shit, he was able to say it and it was fucking hilarious, man. It was really, really daggum hilarious, man. So, folks... I always have to remind you because I always feel like somebody, somebody at your house was sitting in the other room being all salty because you ate the last slice of pizza and you didn't ask them if they wanted some. So they went to the other side of the house and they were just sitting by themselves. And you've been sitting in your room listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show jacking off like a motherfucker. And then they going to come into the room in the middle of the show and not know what you're doing. So let me go ahead and remind you, you're listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show. I am that guy, Tokyo Everett Jameson, chilling with you. Yeah, I'm high, bro. My man. And and 
we we gonna keep this thing going because there's something that I have to do. It's a staple in every smoke. I gotta get y'all Twitter motherfuckers involved because that's where I met fam at. Now, letting y'all know something. Fam, real talk. Fam say, yo, Toke, I wanna smoke with you, fam. I said, bitch, you ain't said nothing but a word, sure. What we what we trying to do? <laughs> I told fam, I said, look, here's what she's like, how we get down? I said, you hit me up on Skype. Add me whenever you ready. Boom. Now, sometimes I tell a motherfucker, go to Skype, add me. I don't hear from them for weeks. I tell my man, hit me up on Skype when you add me. Five minutes later, that motherfucker was like, what's up, motherfucker? I was like, yes! <laughs> me and my man smoking tonight, folks. So if you are not following, yeah, I'm high, bro. Definitely need to. This man about to hit that bong right now. He got the bongs. He got the dabs. He is on it. And I'm saying I'm glad to be in the place with my guy. We'll be right back with more Tokyo Smoke Show. You heard it here first on the Tokyo Smoke Show. I have a crush on Fluffbutt. that she would beat the fucking brakes off of Fluffbutt. I'm just she saying, did. I would, I would eat it like an eight-course meal. Just saying. The more you know, the folks, you know how I like to do this every single time get together on the smoke and this is his first time so I gotta see who he's fucking with fam you are getting ready to have your first post pandemic throwdown you got a quarter pound of your favorite strain you got a fucking coca cola can a coca cola can full of your favorite concentrate bitch how we got it in a coke can I don't know but I tell you what it's a classic now you got everything, right? We got everything, man. Quarter P and and, and a, a can of Coke is like, what, 12 ounces? That's 12 pure ounces of straight up. And that's 12 liquid ounces, too. That's nasty. So, fam, from your Twitter fam, from all the crews that you roll with, all the hashtags that you've been known to slang, including Toke Nation, what... Three people are you inviting to smoke with you? <laughs> so since so since I so since I'm smoking with Tok Nation right now, we, we got Tok Nation. Now, post pandemic, we definitely gotta make 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 it happen, happen. But we smoking right now. So let's see here. Oh man, you gave me a, gave me three. Ooh. I didn't know you was gonna do this to me in such a such a high state. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an asshole, and I wanted to wait until we got real smack too, because I'm like, oh, okay, my man done listened to the show, so he ready for it. I usually do it like second, but I'm like, nah, I'm about to get this motherfucker smacked. I wasn't ready for it. I thought we was going somewhere. All right. That was was a no-look pass, baby. I was looking to the baseline. Three. Give me three. I got to go with my man, Red Spliff. 
go, my man Red. That's that's my guy, man. That's my guy. Ever since I I I, I came around, he was showing me love, man. He was rocking with me. Um, my guy Smokey Dog out there in, out there in the UK. Out there, Smokey Dog. That's it. Hey man, he's a funny. He's a funny cat, bro. He's a funny cat. Last but not least, we gotta get a female in there. I definitely um. I'm gonna go smoke down. That's what's up. I'm gonna go smoke down. Everybody knows smoked up goddess, man. Queen smoke, of the smoked out Zen Willow. I, I, you know what? Because you say it's between them two, I'm gonna give you both of them. I'm gonna give you both of them. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Red Spliff, Smoke Dog. We got Smoked Out Goddess, Queen of the Smoked Up Kingdom, and Zen Willows. Froed up sister Nubian goddess, love that woman with all of my toe meat. Amen. All my toe meat. I got some big ass feet. So all of my toe meat. And here's how you know that I'm not like taking that lightly. If you take all of my toe meat, then I, I can't walk around no more. So uh, I need it. I need it in my life, fam. I need my toe meat. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show, and I'm going to give a shout out to one of our favorite sponsors. Yeah, I'm high, bro. Got a new comedy special coming out on Netflix with a lot of favorite comedians. Tune in to see who they make fun of first. That should be lit, bro. It really will, man. It really, really will. Fucking lit. I like the way it goes, man. This 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 has been a fucking fun ass smoke, man. I'm sitting here like I done put down two. I'm looking at the time. I'm like, this is normally it. I'm like, like it it, it flew though, man, because I did not know that we've been on for this fucking long, bro. We've been on for forty five fucking minutes, and I'm like, what? Right? Really? Dead ass. Dead ass, man. That's that's how smoke will do you, fam. That's how motherfucking smoke will do you. And because I'm not going to edit any of this out, folks, you are listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show. I am Tokyo Jameson. I am smoking the fattest blunts with my bro from another mother. Yeah, I'm high, bro. Like, you can't say it any other way. Like, if you come at me, yeah, I'm high, bro. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, like you got to come with, like, yeah. And what size? And, what, and speaking of that, bro, what size shirt you need, bro? And what color, bro? I got gray and I got black, bro. Now, do you want the original joint that I got, or I'm working on? I'm working on another one. I'm getting ready to drop. Fam, let me tell you something. If you asking me, I'm an American, so I'm greedy. I'm gonna say both. But since I have to choose, you know. I want it sooner rather than later. I want to get it like I want to get it yesterday. So let me let me get that gray with that old school vintage clip on there, okay. fam. Like that's that's okay. fam. And if you want to know, I'm I'm a grown man. 
I wear grown man sizes. So that's like that's 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 what you got. And and if you want to ho- holler at my girl bank job, holler at that motherfucking bank job. She'll tell you that fucking blow one hoodie that she got off me is fucking huge. Like she love that shit. <laughs> She's swimming in that shit, fam. She got me for that shit so smooth. If y'all don't know about that bank job, she know about y'all. So yeah, five five X's, bro. Five X's, five X. Man, okay. yeah. Grown I man. Will, I will, I will, I will, I will make it happen, my brother. Man, I cannot wait, and y'all know, told that it will be out there marching that shit. Y'all would like. I like going up and play. I I like going up in smoke shops with some weed shit on that they can't get out here. Yeah. I can tell motherfuckers where they need to go if they want to roll like yeah. I roll, you know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about, man. Spreading love. Small businesses where it's at. You can go to Walmart and spend your money all day and then don't ask them for a fucking dime. So stop asking your people for the fucking hookup and not doing anything for it. Motherfucker's gonna send me a hoodie. I'm gonna pimp that bitch all over Twitter like it, like, like it owes me money. I'm going to wear that thing like it's running out of style, fam. That's the least I could do for for fam trying to show love to tote. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir, man. And I want to say this, bro. I've been saying that shit for years. And just with this pandemic, bro, and just been chilling. And like I said, getting acclimated with you guys. Really um, embracing my, my inner stoner, bro. You feel me? And just just really embracing that and accepting that and then just having the the faith, bro, to jump out there and just try to give something back to the culture, bro, and just seeing the love I'm getting, man. Just I appreciate it, bro. Cause I really made it just, just for the culture, bro. And just from inspiration of Wiz Khalifa and Tote Nation, bro. I'm sending you one, bro. And it won't be the it won't be the it won't be the it won't be the last thing. That's what's up. Y'all, y'all gotta understand, man. I'm I'm I gotta get these entrepreneurs all on the show together, man. I'm talking, I gotta get blow one yep. away, my dude. We ain't forgot about you out there, fam. Hold nope. it down on the West Coast shows all the love. Got a package on the way to me. The the damn post office said it should have been here last Monday. Now they say it's still in transit. I'm waiting on my mask that's got blowing on that bitch so I can walk in my office with that thing on every damn day. Because I work for a company that don't give a fuck that I smoke. What? What? They like that about me. Hey. That's all right, right there. I talked about that in my damn interview, cuz. Like I'm saying, man. <laughs> I watched, I watched, I watched, I watched when you talked about that, man. That shit that had me wrote about the uh, person that was interviewing that was sitting behind you listening to you. <laughs> cuz, like. I felt not nah, for real, for real. Like, and here's here. I'm about to show love to this woman, real world shit. That woman had to be strong as hell. Cause I had that interview on Wednesday, and I when I tell y'all I killed that shit, I mean I performed my ass off. She had to sit there and listen to the whole thing. Listen to this woman. 
slurping me the fuck up because she was loving everything that I was putting down. I was ice cream, bitch. And that girl had to sit there and listen to the whole thing. But I tell you what, though, on Friday, when they had, like, the final three, she was one of them. Yeah. Me perform my ass off and still, with all that anxiety that had to be cooking up in her, because she's like, this motherfucker right here is the one that's about to get this job. She had to know it, but she still went and she performed well enough to get to that daggone final round, man. So look, yeah, whomever you are, you might not be listening, but Tote Nation got love for you, Suge. You had to perform your ass off. You lost. You fucking lost. Okay? But... You did it in a way that deserves love. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. I'm that dude. I'm not giving trophies to second place. I'm just showing her love for competing. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. You want me to give her my job? Fuck you. No, I ain't giving her my job, man. Fuck that. I earned that. I see what you did there. <laughs> Alright, man, look, y'all know the smoke gonna go and we gonna keep on going, man, look. I'm gonna get ready. I'm giving my man some time because I know he's a little buzz right now, so I want him to take another hit because he's getting ready to give his message to the people. We'll be right back with more Tokyo Smoke Show. All right, everybody, I'm going to go ahead and get to this quick. Thank you so much for being so patient on this call. I know that it has been long. I'm last, so I'm going to get out of your hair really quickly. I just want to show love to a couple people. Um, I got Tony. Good job on uh, the screen prints. Amy, good job getting out there and hitting the pavement. And then Tony. Oh, oh my. Come on. Come on, guys. I, I was quiet the whole time. You got... Is this real? Jeez. Oh. Oh, you hit that bitch. Oh, I'm. I'm... Oh, you my mic. Oh, so good. Oh, can I bounce on it? You gonna plug whatever you wanna plug. Plug the brand. Plug the Twitter. You got a show getting ready to come out. Plug that shit. I'm, I'm, I heard I'm motivating people to get podcasts at this bitch. You come on over, Tote Nation. We take over the motherfucking world. That's what I'm talking about. So you think about what you want to say now. And I'm going to serenade over here, talk a little bit, folks. I want to show some love to The Wars Within. It's a book that I'm collaborating with right now, trying to get more folks um, over there to download that book. Not just because of the content. The content talks about a lot of stuff that hits close to home. It talks about divorce, which is something that I'm experiencing in my life for the second time. It talks about mental health, which is something that I deal with every day. It is it is as real and as true to me as my beautiful ass brown skin and chocolate dot ass nipples, folks. Mental health wakes up with me every day. And this book delves into all that all that. So not only it is a book that you can learn something from and it tries to give you different things and ways to cope to get through your shit, but also you can download the book from the website that I have tagged on my um, on my Twitter. You can download the book for five dollars. 
All you gotta do is let Tote know you got five on it. That's all you gotta do. Let me know you got five on it, folks. Go download that book. The proceeds from the sale of this book is going to Weed for Warriors. And if you don't know about Weed for Warriors, Weed for Warriors buys cannabis and distributes it to veterans in the West Coast right now free of charge. If you can't get behind that, y'all know what the good of cannabis is. You know what some vets go through. If you could think about the fact that you could potentially hand a bag to a vet and all you have to do to do that is purchase a book that is going to help you in the process or somebody else. If you don't want to read it, give it to somebody that can benefit from it. We all know folks that deal with mental health issues. And if you think that you don't know anybody with any mental health issues, let me educate you on something for a second. Those times that you're talking to your homegirl, Kathy, and all of a sudden Kathy get goes for a while, Kathy might be going through some mental health issues. When you're talking to your homeboy Charles at work, and you see Charles going to a bathroom and then he come out crying. Charles might be dealing with mental health just because they don't have a conversation with you and let you know firsthand that they're dealing with borderline personality disorder, bipolar depression, manic depression. They don't let you know that they're going through these things personally. It doesn't mean that they're not experiencing it. And even if they don't know how to, how to articulate what exactly it is that they're going through, it doesn't mean that they're not suffering from mental health illness. So... Mental health affects everybody. If you yourself aren't aren't um, touched with anxiety, read the book so that you can understand what a motherfucker with anxiety might go through. Educate yourself on the experience of other people because that is the only way to truly be human. All you can do is live life through the perception and the way that the, the sunglasses that you set up for yourself. And if you aren't willing to change your frame, then you will never truly experience life. But I've been able to talk to my man here for about an hour. I know a little bit more about this guy. I got feel for this man. And I know a little bit more about how he sees life based on the conversations that we have. I'm enriched because of that. You need to be willing to see how other people live, even people that you might not like. Because all they're doing is experiencing life based on the experiences that they've had too. So if they've had some shitty experience with people that look like you, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they might have a problem based on that. You need to be willing to look at other people's perspectives. I'm not saying that you got to agree with it. Just understand that there's something there and all you got to be able to do is just accept it, work, listen, talk to them. So we got the giveaway going on right now. Go check out my pinned tweet. It's a video. Like it. Retweet it. Tag two friends. That gets you one entry. Buy the book for $5. Yes, folks. You got five on it. Folks got love for tote. Folks folks send tote $5 all the time because they want me to get high. And I absolutely love it. I appreciate it. So now instead of sending tote that five for getting me high, get yourself enriched with that book and help some vets out. Because if you download the book, DM me the receipt. You get an extra two entries in this giveaway that we're doing on January 1st, 2021, because we want some stoners 2021 to start off gang. So if I can get wars, the wars within, if we can get that Twitter account up to about 500 followers, we are going to give away $500 worth of stone again. If we can magically get it up to a thousand followers by January 1st, we are going to give away a thousand dollars worth of stoner gear. I'm talking bongs, I'm talking rigs, shit's gonna get real fam, so 
I'm trying to give it away because they gave it to me to give away and I want to give it to y'all. So follow the rules, get that shit done so that we can help some folks out, get some, some weed to some much needed fucking uh, vets out there, folks. I'm saying it's all love. Um, I mean, that's, that's easy work, right? You know, that's what we're saying. I'm so, on it. So I done, I done, I done took the mic long enough for you to be able to write a novel so, what's your message for the people, my guy? Uh, my message for the people is, um, if you want me to plug something, I'm going uh, to plug in the brand. Yeah, I'm high, bro. Um, like I said, man, the inspiration. <laughs> if anybody's a fan of Wiz Khalifa, they know the song's still blazing. Um, right, He has a line in there when it says, you know, I look, it said, I look high. Yeah, I'm high, bro. That's where the line comes from. Uh, that's the inspiration of it. And I've been saying it for years, bro. And like I said, just decided to design this, uh, design this logo, man, this graphic, and, and put it out to the people, man. Um, but more so than that, man, um, just really pushing people to just be unapologetic about being a stoner, about um, medicating, um, because big pharma promotes their shit, and um, people pop their pills, you know, people drink their alcohol, people have their vices, they do what they do. We do what we do, and um, we're not ashamed of it, we're proud of it. I started out smoking cannabis, just like anybody, just like everybody else probably. Uh, maybe not, but you know, just to get high as a youngster. Um, right. But um, in 2014, my kid, my son was diagnosed with cancer at five months old. And at that point, that's when I really began and to learn about cannabis and really began to understand like, okay it's more than just getting high for me this is really um really helping me cope with what's, with what's going on right now not you know you're a father you're a parent as a parent you feel that you have the obligation that you can protect your child you know from anything here i am my child's four or five months old an infant nothing I can do if I could take the cancer out of him and put it in me I'd do it with no with no doubt can't you just gotta you gotta pray you gotta you gotta regroup and you gotta trust doctors um, you gotta trust you know science but like I said during that time start learning about you know sativa indica hybrids and stuff like that and, and just um really understanding what it did for me doing for me and um yeah man uh i'm a stoner in and i'm a stoner through and through bro um and just want to push this culture man just want to push this plant push this medicine out to everybody man because it's a beautiful thing even if you can't smoke I encourage you to try edibles. Be careful. Microdose. Learn your dosage. Just don't, just don't jump out the window 
<laughs> going crazy on edibles. Please. Take one, give it time. It's gonna work if you got a proper edible. But you know, just stuff like that, bro. You know, that's it, man. And, and being a part of Token Nation and falling, like I said, a guy like you, bro, that's just just pushing this 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 positivity and this 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 openness and just 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 being yourself and not being afraid of showing who you are bro like you said I've seen you on here crying bro like that's real shit you're a grown fucking man yep we cry bro fuck you know you know my son during that time never cried no more you know the most I I, I tell anybody and I cried in front of people plenty of times it just was what it was bro it's an emotion you know, we're humans. We're, we're emotional beings. It's just, it's just what it is. Don't make you no less of nothing. But, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm high, bro. The brand. We're just getting started, you know. Check it out. I hope you like it. Like I said, I'm going to get you something, big bro, man. You know, just, just to show love, man. I hope you like it. You know, wear it, man. Yeah, like I said, I can get, get some more stuff to you as we keep as we keep growing and keep getting that. Fam, if you send it, I will wear it. That's what I'm saying, baby. That's what I'm saying, cuz look. I got all this stuff behind me, man, because this is Toke Nation behind me, man. Smoke Goddess right. took my logo and burnt that thing on some wood, man. Her Highness wow. NYC countless boxes. Countless boxes of love from Her Highness NYC fam. I got um Malicious Woman Coffee Company right here. She sent me coffee, man. She got coffee infused with Bud, man. She is just freaking awesome and just doing her thing out there on the West Coast. Um more from uh Her Highness NYC. I got Upcycle Glass right there, made the Jameson bong right there. I got Goddess Boutique made the Tote Nation wood bone right there, fam. This thing is fucking fire, bro. This thing is fucking fire, man. I, the only person besides Tote to smoke out of Tote Nation is my girl, um, Nikki. Um, Nikki in the white sheets. I was tagging with her. I posted a picture of me and her in a video from her because she actually gave me my first dabs last weekend. Like, she, she hooked me up. She came through. You know what I'm saying? Smoke with the fam. She came in the smoke den and she smoked out of Tote Nation. But she'll tell you, man, that thing smoked smooth as fuck. And I put this shit behind me. I want it in every fucking video. Because Tote Nation be behind me in everything I do, man. Everything. That started off as fellow travelers, man. Because I say, we all fellow travelers on this rock. We don't know how we here. We don't know how this planet just sits in the middle of motherfucking space. We don't know why the the, the the ozone just happens to hold all the oxygen in. Like this is y'all gotta understand this is the same oxygen that, that they were breathing back like in the beginning of time, right? Like you realize there's no new shit. Like oxygen is breathed out the carbon dioxide, it's eaten up by plants, and then they split the oxygen back out, and then we eat the oxygen up and then spit it's just it's a cycle. This is the same fucking yeah. oxygen. That they were breathing way back in the way back. If y'all believe dinosaurs are real, bitch, this is the same oxygen the dinosaurs was breathing. Okay? Ain't nothing new. And why does that make sense? 
Why does that make sense to you? Why does it make sense to you, to you that you can just breathe without even having to think about it? Just breathe. Wow. You just the heartbeat. Without thinking. Like, yeah. Without thinking. Your body is a collection of cells that grow together in a certain order to be able to provide you with the, the movement that you need. You know what I'm saying? There's no fucking liver that you can just go and pick up at the store and put inside your body that's going to work. No. The liver is a group of cells that work together to do a job for you to live, man. Like, none of it makes sense. So we all fellow travelers on this ride. We need to love each other. And that turned into Tote Nation, man, because it's a group of fucking people that understands that we are human. We err. We make mistakes. Ultimately, the goal is to uplift each other. Because me succeeding because I stepped on your throat is not succeeding. That's fucking murder. I am not only destroying your life, I am destroying the possible generations that will follow you because we are a victim of our curses. We are a victim of the lives that we were raised in. So if I, if I get myself up and bring up my name and my family name, yeah, that's awesome for me. But every person that I stepped on is living in shit, raising their children in shit. I can't succeed if my brother is failing. And that goes for everybody. White, black, brown, it don't matter. We need to be able to get up together. Crabs in the barrel, man. Everybody failing, people. Everybody is failing. Can we come together? That's what Tote Nation is all about, man. And yeah, we got some beautiful human beings in there. We got people that smoke with me, show me some phenomenal things, and we have people that don't. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to to be a part of Tote Nation. If you following me, you in Tote Nation, baby, because you coming through me. I'm, I'm taking all that information, all that energy that you pouring out, and I'm nominating it for Twitter today. I want to I wanna exalt your shit. I ain't trying to take your shine. I'm trying to push you out there a little bit further because you said something that made me laugh, or you, made some, you said something that made me think, or you showed a picture of nature because I like nature. If you put out some nature, I'm always going to share some motherfucking nature. I'm just going to call it that, too nature <laughs> so folks I want to show love to my fam man this cat just smoked two blunts with me man and I pray to God that we're able to do it in real life man I got nothing but love for you and you don't want to know more about it um, based on that hat are you where that hat is at is that where you're at no man I'm in, um, I'm in Jacksonville Florida Oh, okay, so I—I I mean, I—I I I wasn't trying to get you to call it out like that, and I'll probably—I'll edit it out if you want me to, but you ain't but uh, six hours. Yeah. Dead ass, East Coast, baby. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk more off air, man. Real world shit. It's, just, it's something that we should be able to make happen, folks. I want to thank you for listening to the show. This has absolutely been another banger. I hope you like the commercials that I put in here because I got some real kinky shit that I'm just going to give y'all of these commercials, baby. I got some people on OnlyFans that will send me the audio of the shit that they doing and I can just do whatever the fuck I want with it. So, yo, I hope you like it. I'm putting some kinky ass commercials on this episode. I'm going to go ahead and tell oh, them. Man. It's coming. This, this episode will not be safe for work. Bow! That's what I'm talking about. So do me a favor, people. I need you to step out proud in your flaws with no draws. Stay high and first class ass. Fuzzy hoodie for anybody getting ready to go to sleep right now. That means good night. I learned that on Twitter. 
boom. Um, we will be back to do it again. We're going to be higher the next time. We're going to be lower than the last time. We're going to be breathing easy. We're going to be talking shit. We're going to be laughing. Y'all going to be laughing and being entertained. This is Tog Nation, baby. Holla at your boy. Peace.